It's time for the Chewing the Fat podcast with Rex and Paul. That's Rex Nelson, who's senior editor and columnist for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and who writes the food blog Southern Fried, and Paul Austin, who is the former executive director of the Arkansas Humanities Council, talking about Arkansas food, festivals, and folks. Rex and Paul, I'm Rex. So happens I'm Paul. We've had another adventure, Rex. Uh, another adventure, quite a 48 hours. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we left in a driving rain from Little Rock to drive to Texarkana so we could make our Texarkana to Fort Smith run up US Highway 71. We returned to Little Rock 48 hours later in heavy snow in, the snow. in November. <laughs> That's right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Must be Arkansas. (laughs) But we made it. Yeah, we did make it. (laughs) We We did did make it. Uh, uh, Only hit one deer. No, actually, (laughs) he he was quite a bit in front of us. (laughs) We missed him, yeah. The mountain today. Didn't see a bear. We were disappointed. We were wanting to see a bear up on Rich Mountain. Too cold. The bears are smart. They're hibernating. Yeah, exactly. It, It was really amazing. I mean, on our previous episode, we talked about our first day. But we get to Mena. And it was 38 degrees. 38 when degrees. We pulled out of Mena. Right. And when we got to the Queen Wilhelmina Lodge, it was 25 <laughs> degrees. Now, that ele- tell me elevation doesn't make a doesn't difference. Make a difference. That's 13 degrees, yeah. Paul, that it went down. And ice all over the trees at the time. Yeah. We were driving up the mountain, you know, typical kind of. Uh, uh, cold, but uh, you know, almost a wintry day, but nothing on the ground. I mean, still leaves changing colors. And then when we got almost to the peak of Rich Mountain, which is the second highest mountain in the state behind Mount Magazine, we were driving toward the west. Right. And so uh, the mountain goes east to west. And the, suddenly that sun, as we look toward the west off the trees, it was almost blinding. The rain the day before had turned on top of the mountain to an ice storm. It's snow over, overnight, and, I guess. And it looked like other parts of Arkansas yeah. look after an ice storm in February or, or January. And this was uh, 4, 4.30 in the afternoon? Yeah. yeah. And we uh, drove on past the lodge and on into Oklahoma, so uh, five or six miles, maybe more, all ice-covered limbs. Now, yeah. we didn't see anything. wasn't enough to break the limbs, it didn't look like. No, it did not break the limbs. There was snow on the grass in the... Uh, in the shady spots, but uh, I, I've got to tell you that that's the best kind of winter when it's not on the road and you don't that's have right, to worry yeah. about it. There was yeah. nothing on the road because I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> it was gorgeous and you didn't have to worry about it. It was just like a tunnel of ice coming across there. Yeah, it's like it, ice gulches. Yeah. Not expecting that though. No, not at all. That was a that and was a it very it uh, it. I will have to say <laughs> that it. Me. I did not that I was a nervous rider. But, you know, there was ice and there was potential for, so I think uh, Dr. Strickland and I both admonished you, you drive, we'll watch. <laughs> yeah, we'll look off the side of the mountain. But it was hard not to look, though, wasn't yeah. it? I got to yeah. tell you, Rich Mountain's a beautiful place. Just a though, beautiful yeah. place up there. Not enough Arkansans know about no. it, and it is remote. It is. The population yeah. size yeah, it, stuff. yeah, it, it and it's, uh, well, it's 13 miles. When you get to Mena, you're still, you're 13 miles from Queen yeah. Mena. Yeah, all the, uphill on top of the mountain. To the bulk of the Arkansas population, if you're going to go to Mountain Lodge, obviously Mather Lodge on Petty Jean, or even Mount Magazine Lodge are right. easier 
for the bulk of the population to get to. But I, I've got to tell you, it is well yeah. worth the trip. Just gorgeous. I mean, and of course, it's a new lodge now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now really we went nice. over and we stopped on the state line. That's right. Uh, on top of the mountain. You, you, the state line crossed <coughs> the mountain. We stopped there, got our pictures taken uh, by the sign. We did not stay outside a long time no. to read the interpreting no. markers. The wind was brisk. Yeah. And we, uh, we got back in the car. But uh, it made for a, and that was before, all this was before dark. Mm -hmm. we, we were, I mean, even though there was nothing happening, we wanted to make sure we were there before dark. But one thing, we wanted to see the view from the lodge. Yeah, absolutely, which is great. Which was fantastic. Big uh, old fireplace. They a big, great room, and they have a giant fireplace in it. And Paul, if I didn't have anything to do, if I didn't have anywhere I had to go, I mean, I could do some serious reading for a few days <laughs> up there in the winter in front of that big fire. Oh, absolutely. If you looked at the you know, sort of an average of the age group, let me tell you what. We were on the young end. We were on the young end. <laughs> I can tell you what it was by telling you this. We went down there to do some visiting. Maybe we thought we might record in the lounge. It was at 4.30, and they were already lined up for supper. So <laughs> that tells you. This was the crowd that eats at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, ready to eat. Yeah, uh, and obviously that restaurant has a captive audience because yeah. if you're staying on top of that mountain, it's the only restaurant. Uh, you're not going to drive uh, off the mountain after yeah. dark. And regardless of weather, it's not uh, a fun, easy drive. I'll put no. it that way. No. You got to take your time. It's a slow drive, so you can't just hop down the mountain in a hurry. And so you're dinner, so you're yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. And Rex, I guess the staff, if something comes up, they just put them up in the hotel they, and have they, to stay they, there. Yeah, yeah. I have talked to people before up there, and they. Uh, you know, set aside extra rooms, and you just, just in case. staff spends the night. It's a Goes gorgeous. Goes to bed place. after supper, gets up to prepare breakfast. Spectacular views. Yeah, we had a good, uh, good supper that night, early, oh, but absolutely. But we were the late. We got there at seven, and we were, we were the late. End. We were the tail end. Yeah, <laughs> staff that. was already kind of eyeing us, like, who are these people? Now, you know, <laughs> I guess the best thing, if I had to sing out just one about the Queen Wilhelmina Lodge, in their guest shop. They were carrying copies of Rex Nelson's Southern Pride from Butler Center Books. No kidding. I hope you noticed that. One of the great publishing arms in the, <laughs> in the state. Uh, and I was really wanting to buy a copy of Professor de Black's, a noted historian, of his book, uh, Is It Thunder and Lightning? What's the name of it, Rex? Uh, Fire and Sword. Fire and Sword, that's yes. what I meant. Close enough. But there was, wasn't there. No, they're not into that serious history up there on top of the mountain. He'll claim that they were sold out because they yeah. were going like hotcakes. I yeah. don't know. But Southern Pride, there was no it was there. love of them there. And we I think should have had a book signing. They replenish it on a regular basis, <laughs> I'm sure. Should have had a book signing. Yeah, Except by then, everyone was in bed. So. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem by the time that's I problem. discovered it. Now, if you noticed the lady when we checked in, what was kind of neat is because the front desk people, and they keep somebody at the front desk all the time in case yeah. there's an emergency, because they also man the gift shop. Did you notice she noted that the gift shop was open, open. 24 hours 24 hours, yes, I, I <laughs> love that. you want to come down there and shop at 3 <laughs> or 4 in the morning? That's sleep. right. <laughs> you know, that'd be a great place, really, to have a reading in that lounge area where the, it, it would the little talk would be fantastic. Yeah. We need to work on that. Cause yeah. I, I don't think that they've sold out of Southern Pride. Maybe the new, probably the new run for the Christmas holidays. Yeah, there we go. We'll talk to Dr. Strickland about there that. There we go. I yeah. like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Now, this morning we got up, it was 21 <laughs> when we left, which had to be one of the coldest places in Arkansas. Now, 
you know, you always hear about Gilbert, which is cold, or Calico Rock on the White River, Gilbert on the Buffalo River. But I think, and there's just not a weather station up there, so right. you don't know. I have to think that top of Rich Mountain is often the coldest place. Got to be. Got to be. I mean, it's dramatic. As yeah. soon as we, you know, when you leave Adamina headed uphill, it's like that watch scene the in, the, in the car. Yeah. You can just watch it, it just start dropping. Uh -huh. And you're immediately going up like in the Tour de France where they're going up Lab d'Huez. It's just straight up and uh, temperature starts dropping. You don't yeah. think about it in the summer, but uh, in the winter, yeah. get ready. But you see why at one time it was a really popular summer resort. Right. Because yeah. before air conditioner, you know, eight to ten degrees made all it's the a difference. Big deal. In the world. Fewer mosquitoes. Yeah. You know, you can read that about Mount Nebo. The same uh -huh. thing. They, same thing. They yeah. came there for the elevation. Mount Magazine too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Now, magazine <laughs> was developed, of course, by those who developed uh, the predecessor of what later became the Kansas City Southern Line. Um, uh, Arthur Stillwell, and then he had Dutch investors, including Jan. What's Jan de Grinkenringenegger, I think. De Queen is named. De Queen is named after. But uh, no, they are the ones that <laughs> built the original lodge in about 1898. The railroad, however, ended up uh, going bankrupt, so they shut down the lodge, and it finally just fell apart through the years. And then finally, there was legislation passed after it was just ruins for decades. In 1957, uh, to establish Queen Wilhelmina State Park. Now the state was very poor, so they didn't have enough money to actually start building a new lodge until '63, mm -hmm. and uh, and then in '73 that lodge burned down, and so they built a new one in '75 that is basically the footprint of what we have now. But they closed that in 2012. Yeah. Uh, had some financial difficulties with their contractor, ended up changing, finally reopened three years ago yeah. in 2015. Really, really nice now. And it is it is really like an all-new facility. Yeah, it really is, yeah. They basically remodeled the 75 facility. It is, in essence, a new facility. And I know you and uh, David were both disappointed that the train wasn't working, the little yeah, children's yeah, train. Yeah, miniature train. Miniature train. Good in the 20s, Fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. Take a little cold train ride. Now, did you cut back on your early morning run a bit? Because a little bit. I did. A little bit, yes. Uh, evidently, there were bears about, so I decided to <laughs> forego that morning. Okay. Stay in bed and have coffee is what I decided to now, do. Now, we were going to go down the hill and eat at the Skyline, where you and I have both been before. Right. But it is one of the oldest restaurants in Arkansas. It dates back to the 1920s. And uh, just a classic. And of all the days to be closed, they're closed, closed on, on Wednesday. It was a Wednesday morning. What are they, doctors or something? Yeah, Dennis, exactly. come on. You know, they have a big old thick fried bologna sandwich at Skyline that's uh -huh. just fantastic. But I was really looking forward to, to breakfast yeah, there. Yeah, me too. Uh, but we visited the museum, which they've got a nice little museum. It's yeah, a railroad. It's the old Kansas City Depot. Depot. Yeah, and really Nina, nice. Like the Queen we were talking about in the early episode, was a, basically a creation of the railroad. Right. Right. when the railroad came through. And uh, again, another well-done, we've got a lot of well-done small local museums. Really do a so good I job. I always like seeing them. With not a lot of resources. And I was um, talking with the lady that's the director who also runs the Chamber of Commerce, which is perfect because she gets to promote. And she said, <laughs> I may have misunderstood her, but she said she had heard about chewing the fat and that we there's some talk about us carrying the 
the uh, efforts of continuing the efforts of Lum and Abner. Ah. We could be the new Lum and Abner. And we get to go to the West Coast. And Hollywood movies, and movies. And all that, just like uh, they did. It would be fantastic. Those were two Omina boys. Two Omina boys that, that seriously made, that it made it big. Made it big, yeah. yeah. They, they started on uh, KTHS, which was broadcast <laughs> from the Arlington Hotel. You remember the old it, tower? Yeah. Was on, so you've seen the old pictures on top of the Arlington. KTHS, Come to Hot Springs. Come to Hot Springs, yeah, yeah. what that stood for. And then a talent scout for NBC just happened to hear them and signed them, and they became a national sensation within months. Yeah, yeah, huge big deal. Yeah, they were big in the 30s. I, I don't think people in this era, except those that are in nostalgia or really study Arkansas history, realize just how big, how big they Lum were. and Abner were yeah. during the Great Depression, Paul, when Movies, people needed a, needed, needed a life yeah, absolutely. in this country. Yeah. yeah, they were they were they were Hollywood stars. Yeah, uh, you know we don't we don't remember you hear nothing about Bob Burns who yes. was a huge big star. Yeah, and if I I think I'm right, his made up uh, musical instrument that he called the bazooka, the bazooka is what the bazooka military weapon is named after. It was eventually named after. Yeah, a absolutely. Now uh, <laughs> we had thought about taking a side trip off of US 71 and going over to Pine Ridge. You and I have both been there before. Mm -hmm. We could go to the old Lum and Abner, jot them down store again. They've got a, got a great little museum there. Uh, but we, we ended up instituting our uh, inclement weather policy, shall we say, <laughs> knowing, right. that, knowing that the great snowstorm of 2018 <coughs> yes. was headed to Little Rock. We, we so could we tell. Cut that out this yeah, year. I noticed the squirrels gathering extra nuts. <laughs> so I thought we need to get out of there. Exactly. We did have wind. Uh, not to fear, we did have breakfast that morning. Yes, we, we ate at the uh, Lime Tree Inn since the skyline was closed. Now, with a name like Lime Tree, now don't get me wrong, the food was good. It was great. It's... But Paul, with a name like Lime Tree, I was expecting kind of a tropical vibe, and I, I, thought, I just didn't get that tropical vibe. I, I was thinking Trini Lopez is what <laughs> I was going for, but no, not that exactly. Not quite. Not quite. But there was, and you know you're in a good place in small town Arkansas, there was the good old boy table. In Absolutely was, yeah. And when oh, you've yeah. got the good old boy table, you know you're in the right place. Yeah. Well, you know you're of an age, and the place that you're going has a constant running uh, Big Valley, <laughs> Bonanza, and uh, Wyatt Earp with closed captioning. Closed captioning for those in Gator. Exactly. So, yeah. But we had a great, had, yeah, uh, had, a, good breakfast. had a good breakfast there. And but yeah, we had to hit the road. We needed to get the. Well, yeah. Fort Smith, and then yeah. back to Little Rock before the weather hit. Before the great snowstorm of November. And we had a good drive ready because I'd never been, I'd never been to Walden. Oh yeah. So that trip from Walden really to Fort Smith was all new to me. Yeah, all new. Up and up 71, um, headed north <laughs> out of Mena, went through the Washita National Forest. Uh, there at Y City, where 270 connects with 71. Now, when I was growing up in Arkadelphia, that's how we would go on up to Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. uh, we would cut through and hit 270 and then go up 71 and there used to be an old restaurant called the midway and it's funny how you have these little childhood memories and the thing i remember they had all the pine trees whitewashed remember how people Halfway sometimes up, yeah. would whitewash right. trees around yeah. them yeah. And they had all the pine trees whitewashed in the parking lot halfway up well we saw a building that said yeah. midway cafe yeah I don't know if it's We're still open. There. No, I don't think it's still no, open. Didn't look like it. Uh, we, we made our way through Y City. Uh, did not take the Waldron Bypass. This was no, a, this no, was a cultural event, and we exactly. had to take it all in. So we went down Town Waldron, 
And the Rock House looked like it probably had a pretty good brightness. It did, it just yeah. just kind of had that look yeah. to it, didn't it? I didn't, uh, of course, you know, this was what, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Wasn't sure exactly why they needed to bypass around Waldron, but that's fine. I'm yeah. sure a truck or two in traffic and so. Uh, we, but, we did, you know, when we when we had our uh, Civil War sesquicentennial uh, celebrated over a four year period. Right. Uh, we did put at least one marker in every county. So we read the Scott read the one, Scott one. I think there'd been an argument after church <laughs> about the Civil War. And uh, yeah, they deserved a marker. Every county got at least one. They got their marker up, yeah. yeah. Thanks to Mark Chris. Yeah. Exactly. So we read that marker. Then yeah. there was another marker downtown about how the Bank of Waldron and the First National Bank were both founded in 1901, how the railroad was completed there yeah. through 1902. Yet, yet another railroad town. And we, what did we cross on the way? We, we were just like we, the we heart of rivers. rivers. <coughs> you crossed the Washita. You have never been that high on the Washita. Which Washita's was, Island. you it's could almost jump across yeah, it there. Small as a creek. Yeah. And it becomes a big river by the time it reaches Camden. Yeah. But um, uh, the upper uh, Washita we crossed, and then we crossed the Fushal Fay. Right. And then we crossed the Poto Ho River. Which I was... A lot of Arkansans, in fact, you were surprised, don't realize that river starts in Arkansas and then it runs yeah, into Oklahoma. Into Oklahoma. Comes out and of Fort Smith. And then it comes back out at Fort Smith. Yeah. If you're crossing the bridge from downtown Fort Smith into Oklahoma and look over to your left as you're headed west into Oklahoma, you can see the post right, coming right. down right there. Yeah. yeah, and that's where the, the, the uh, fort was established that became right. Fort Smith. Exactly. Right at the, the mouth, mouth of the Poto. Yeah, which is but an we easy were on crossing. The upper Poto, yeah, <clears throat> it's a beautiful the river there, too. Yeah. 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 So some really pretty. The Cossatot starts all up in there in the Washita's. I mean, the. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the day before again, we had uh, crossed the Cossatot. We'd gone to Gillum Lake, which is on the Cossatot. We had gone to Millwood, which is on the Little River, and thus crossed the Little River. So you got your. You've got your full share of West Arkansas rivers. Uh, on and this it's obviously chicken country up there, too. Oh, a lot of chicken farms. Chicken houses yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And uh, some of them Asian-run. There is an Oriental Foods uh, grocery there yeah. in Waldron. In Waldron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting. Yeah. Well, Arkansas is intercontinental. Yeah, a a absolutely we are. We have had that. But, you know, you're... They're, they're, Scott is not, there's not a lot of folks in Scott County. No, it's it's Scott sparse. Scott County is not densely populated. No. It's safe to say. And I assume they go to Fort Smith for yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, nowhere else is close, really. Oh, absolutely. And then we, uh, we worked our way up toward Fort Smith, went, went into Greenwood, which I consider the kind of the high school football capital of Arkansas. On our scoreboard show we do, we call it the the University of Greenwood. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of people just think of it as kind of a suburb of Fort Smith, but boy, what a football program Rick Jones has established there. We did not find the football stadium, but uh, we didn't see downtown. Yeah, I saw downtown, yeah. right. And it, obviously, uh, it's growing in population and a lot of really new buildings, frankly, yeah. downtown too. Yeah. Uh, the the hot quarterback or the freshman quarterback is from there. From Connor Nolan. Connor Nolan from is from. the University of Arkansas, absolutely. Yeah. So we paid our respect by getting off of 71, going on Highway 10 into Greenwood. Then we headed on Highway 10 West, and we went over to Hackett. And if you go just a few miles west, that's where Highway 10 ends because it runs into Oklahoma, oh, right. and it changes numbers. But I live just off Highway 10 in West Little Rock, 
So I could go all the way to Hackett, Arkansas, Paul, and never get off never, highway. Never yeah. change roads. Should I want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Hackett's a small little town, yeah. but they've got a nice school and a good football program. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> in fact, I kind of thought about when we got off there and saying, well, let's just take Highway 10 all the way home. But given the weather forecast, yeah. I thought it would be my luck we'll get in some remote area of that yeah. Highway 10. <laughs> just come a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. I looked on the we map when we were yeah. planning this. I thought, you know, we could slip over to Mount Magazine, but there's no way to slip over to Mount Magazine. That's no. too far away. You pretty well that'd have been, to be going there. Yeah, that'd be too yeah. much. Yeah. But it's a gorgeous drive, though. I mean, just a spectacular drive. And then, of course, you can continue 71, which is also oh, yeah, a, yeah. Old a scenic drive. I've already written about it, so we didn't do it for this trip. But, you know, old 71 still has its charms if you take it on out of Alma, the old road, mm -hmm. so to speak, up to Fayetteville. Uh, Mount Gaylor, the Skyview Inn, is still open there if you want to spend a night. And I understand, because it Grandma's yeah. restaurant is yeah. supposed to just be slow. fantastic. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, now, what's the road that goes from Van Buren North? 59. 59, yeah. And you can go, I, and I had taken that in the summer, not <laughs> in the winter, because it is one curvy All road, the way to Siloam. I have taken it, uh, taken it before. That goes all the way to Siloam, I guess. Yes, it goes yeah. right to Siloam yeah. Springs. Now, and then some of that road, Maysville and West, uh, West Lake or Westwood, that's right across into Westville in uh, Oklahoma is where the Cherokees disbanded the Trail of Tears. Exactly. Uh, again, Cedar. Cedar Ridge, Cedar mm -hmm. Ridge, mm -hmm. is that a, that's a school? Yeah. When John Brown University was one of the schools I represented at Arkansas Independent Colleges and Universities, sometime rather than coming back, you know, and hitting the interstate there at Springdale and coming down, I would take 59 down to Van Buren just for a change of pace. Yeah. yeah. When I wasn't in a hurry, it goes uh, goes by the Arkansas Natural Dam. Natural it's, Dam, right. It is right off of it and all. So we've got a lot of pretty mountain drives yeah. uh, in this stuff. One of the things we didn't have time to do is to go by the Drennan House mm -hmm. in Van Buren, which I wanted to do, uh, which is what they call a witness home. It was there when the yeah. Cherokees moved through, and it's older than that even. And it's now part of the UA Fort Smith system, I yes, believe. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. They've done is. a wonderful job restoring they, that. They have done a good job. Interpreting. Now, coming from the south, as we did, and, and coming into Fort Smith, uh, you end up on Towson Avenue. And, and one thing about Towson, and this should be a lot of used car lots and pawn shops <laughs> and whatever, yeah. the ethnic restaurants there, you have a great variety of Vietnamese restaurants, you've got Thai restaurants. Right, yeah. You have got um, uh, Mexican restaurants, Thai, uh, Vietnamese. But I saw some others. I mean, it is kind of international. It really is. A lo little locally owned restaurants. But with you and I being on the board of the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame, right. we had to go with one of our finalists, and that was Ed Walker's Drive-In. Ed Walker's Drive-In. Still going strong. Been there since 1943. Just Paul. a classic. And still going strong. What did it open? Seven days a week? Seven days a week from 10 a.m. to midnight. Ten now, those every night. Long hours. Yes, every night of the week. Uh, so this was Wednesday. We got there about 1230. It was jammed. Mm -hmm. And it's, did it say the only place in Arkansas? With curbside beer service. Curbside beer yes, service. It is. You pull up, you honk your horn like the old curb. Yeah, there's no microphone like it's signing. No, they no, come out. Honk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people come out and wait on yeah. you. You can get a beer brought out to you or whatever you want to eat. Now, 
we you can't drive off. You didn't drink it there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Rest a while. Yeah. 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 But classic diner, little booths, and some stool places, but just a wonderful and and, and outstanding yeah, it food. It has a lot of things on the menu, but the old sign, which is original to the place, says uh, the French dip sandwich. That's right. your specialty, which you've got. I did. Now, I got the hot roast beef on toast. My, my dad, I remember when I was a kid, would always get that in a restaurant, especially on cold days like this was. And you don't find that much. No, anywhere. you don't. Just no, the roast beef right. on toast with mashed potatoes and then just gravy over everything. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And well, it, it was good. <clears throat> you had a salad, which but I was, that, I thought that was I great. I was the only one with green on my <laughs> No green on mine. I was white and brown, but I had. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good French dip. You had all the food groups. I you think had French fries and the French dip sandwich. Dr. Strickland had a hamburger, cheeseburger. Yeah. And of course, then we had chili an appetizer, chili cheese fries. <laughs> I have to say, I couldn't finish my stuff. Yeah, it was. It had been a. It had been a full two days of eating. So three we days. started on State Line Avenue. It's what's interesting about this trip. We started on State Line Avenue in Texarkana, and less than forty-eight hours after being on State Line Avenue in Texarkana on the Arkansas-Texas border, we've headed several hours to the north. And we're finishing on the Arkansas-Oklahoma border yeah, yeah. in downtown Fort yeah. Smith. Think about it, Rex. We bookended our trip with two iconic restaurants, the Cattleman's in Texarkana yeah, and yeah. Ed Walker's Drive-In in, in Fort Smith. They, they both belong both in the Arkansas border. Absolutely do. Yeah. One of the other things I thought was interesting, um, I know... Don't plan to go to either of them for health food. No, no, not at all. I have to, I don't have to, but I usually put my napkin in my collar. Now, you know, if it's a nice fancy place or if I'm with my wife, she's embarrassed. You can't do that. But at my age, I spill food all over me. <laughs> and I don't worry about it too much with you because you're worse than I am. Absolutely, I failed. Am. And I always say, Rex, you've got food on your shirt. But this time this was something, this time, food in your sleeve of your shirt. I, I was wrapping up the meal. Giant hunks of roast <laughs> meat. I'm finishing things up, and a hunk of roast beef falls out of my left sleeve, Paul. <laughs> Classic. Now, how a hunk of roast beef got down my sleeve to start with, I'm not really sure. Well, you were excited. a little too fast. You yeah. were excited. Yeah. And exactly. it didn't go, that, that piece of roast beef did not go to waste, did it? I ate it when it fell out. Like yes, I'll admit. Yes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I'm not going to waste Ooh. any Ed Walker roast beef. So beef. now it's Rex. Check your shirt and check your sleeves yeah, yeah. for Shake food. Shake your sleeves off real good <laughs> right. and make sure that no food falls out. Uh, well, well, it was a classic place and had, it looked like the decor had not changed since 48. Mm. Oh, probably. no, I don't think that Same old booths, yeah. same things on the wall, had an old some water cooler. I think, I think some of right. the same waitresses. I think David was called baby or honey by one of them. Oh, yeah. So just classic. Yeah. Classic. You know, I have always liked, uh, again, we've talked about in the earlier episode, we were talking about Texarkana border towns, but uh, both Texarkana and Fort Smith both have a little bit of a Western vibe. Oh, I, yeah, both I, I think a lot, yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah, we saw Fort Smith. Cowboy different. hats in Texarkana, yeah. and in Fort Smith, you drive down, you've got the big Westerns, the tip top, the Western store right there on Garrison Avenue. Yeah. You got the giant Justin Boog up there <laughs> right. uh, yeah. that yeah. you see. Well, it's it's I west. Love Garrison Avenue. It's it's. Didn't we say it was the widest? It's the widest street in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. 
widest street. It was designed by the same guy that designed Canal in New Orleans. You know how wide it is with so, the so street cars running down the middle. Now, was it financed by the famous uh, Dutch financier Jan de Krukenaken? No, I, don't, I, don't, okay. I think he was more in that between. I area. see. I just want to make sure about that. <laughs> but, you know, you get the old First National Bank building uh, that's there. With the, It's always got the giant American flag flying on mm -hmm. top. Uh, if you're coming in from Oklahoma, I just love the view. Cross the bridge, First National's over on your right, then you've got the Immaculate Conception Catholic Church at the end of Garrison right. Avenue yeah. there that you're looking at. Just a classic street. But what's really exciting is the revitalization they've done. Brilliant. They've put an emphasis back on downtown. And we, we talk about so many deserted downtowns. Downtown Fort Smith doing very Vibrant. Well. A lot of nice restaurants. Very different than downtown Texarkana. Uh, very different, yes. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe there's more money in Fort Smith than, than Texarkana. Texarkana, just, as we said, they've got to get busy challenges. on downtown. Uh, and, of course, then, well, you've got the Fort Smith historic site, which is a National mm -hmm. Park Service site, which is fantastic, and soon to have the, yeah, the Marshall, Marshall Museum. Museum. Which is going to be a great attraction right there on the river. Oh now, I was driving, and you always say, I'll look, you drive. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't look, but you could see the construction. You could see it. They're yeah. moving dirt now, yeah. I know. Yeah. Rex, I, I'm sure I've on told you this before, but the, 20 years ago, maybe, um, they were restoring one of those buildings on, on Garrison, mm. and they took off the old siding or something, and it had the original paint and designs on the building. And this was a turn of the century building. And it evidently had been a, a, a Choctaw or maybe an intertribal meeting place, and it had big giant swastikas all over the building. Oh my goodness! And those were traditional signs of one of the tribes. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, this is before Nazi, Germany. before Nazi Germany. And yeah. so they uncovered it. And we're very proud, and they it was there for quite a while. But I, I, I'm assuming they said, you know, we're, that's going to be taken wrong. Too many questions. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. And I, I noticed that it's not there anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> That is, that is just going to be taken. Well, the Marshall Museum, though, is going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's going to I mean, be They're clearly great. breaking ground and doing stuff. Yeah. Right on the river. Absolutely. And it'll really be first class. And the last visit I had with, with the National Park Service site, uh, the Marshall Museum's focus may cause them to change the focus of their interpretation a little, mm -hmm. maybe focus a little more on uh, uh, the five tribes, Indian removal, mm -hmm. and some of the early settlement. and and not quite as much on the Marshalls and uh, Marshall Bass, what was his first name? Uh, mm -hmm. Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves, Bass yeah. was his first name. Yeah, yeah. Bass. Uh, but it's gonna be, the, the plans that they show you are just really, really neat. Yeah, to it's gonna be another, <coughs> another nice attraction for Arkansas. So a part of the state that we wanted to do that we felt like we didn't know as well, so you enjoyed the 48 hours? It was a great time, and I thought, uh, you know, we you, you pointed out again the trick to getting out of Fort Smith is don't go back down Garrison and Rogers in the a bypass. Absolutely. Go on into Oklahoma and take Rogers the Dora. Rogers Grand have so many stoplights. I always tell people, no, don't do that. Cross the river bridge and then take a right. There's a little Oklahoma State Highway. You go yep. in Oklahoma, and then you come out on the interstate right on the state line there. And, and it's a straight shot. Straight out. shot and convenient for men of a certain age. There's a nice uh, Arkansas rest center there. Yes. Rest stop. You can uh, uh, visit that. Now, I was thinking there for a minute, we might, uh, <laughs> if 
the snow was getting heavy enough, we might have extended the trip by a night, you know, in Morlton or Conway. <laughs> Worried about that, yeah. Luckily, nothing was sticking. Well, we kept getting reports. Uh, I was able to see them on my iPhone because I didn't lose it this morning, so I was pleased with that. Both of your spouses were panicking. In other words. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. It's snowing. <laughs> Took my glark in. Yeah. 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 See a snowflake. See a snowflake. But, you know, when we cross the river bridge, we can see folks already headed to Conway. Oh, yeah. Three o'clock, and they're headed to Conway because there, there was a snow flurry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of snow coming down. Well, I talked to Mother earlier in the day, and they had and, and nothing yet. Now, uh, she, well, Mother lives at Imboden, which is where I'm from. Oh, okay. It turns I out, yeah. I wanted to make sure we got in. This, uh, so. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, we did, thank goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, what a great 48 hours. And they were expecting a big snowstorm at Imboden, I take it. Uh, this evening, evidently. Yeah. I saw on I Drive Arkansas that they're already starting to get road issues south of, mm-hmm. you know, east Arkansas, but south of northeast Arkansas. Gotcha. We'll see what happens. Gotcha. It'll be 52 tomorrow. So the important stuff, which is the chewing <coughs> the fat, now we always mix the cultural stuff. So we started the trip at a, at a classic, the Cattleman's Cattleman. Steakhouse on the yeah. Arkansas side of State Line Avenue. We had everything from calf fries to turkey fries to fried quail. Mm. Uh, it's a chicken fried steak. I mean, we, we sampled the menu pretty well. We did, yeah. So we, we started there. We had two what I would exp- uh, categorize as good old boy breakfasts. One Both at, of them, yeah. One at Johnny B's where locals were hanging out in uh, downtown Texarkana and one at the Lime Tree Inn. It's fantastic. In I, Mina. I was pleased with mine. I, I like my eggs up. Yeah. That, what that means is you can actually see the salmonella floating in the yolk <laughs> as you get ready to eat it. That's the way I like mine. Understood. Uh, but and yeah, good. We up on top of Queen Willamita at the Queen Willamita Lodge because, again, there is no other choice That's when you're right. saying yeah. the Top Ridge yeah. Mountain. There was the gee duck or the, the gift shop. You could get some crackers. But yeah. We decided to full board. And, and, and we then, had uh, and we lunch stopped. at Stillwell's, too. Yeah, and then we had lunch at, that's right, let's not forget that lunch. We had lunch at Stillwell's owned by my friend Chad Gallagher and his wife Jessica in Queen, which is outstanding. I mean, just really first class. And then Ed Walker's <coughs> in Fort Smith classic. today, yeah, classic. which has been there since 1943. 19, yeah. And is an Arkansas classic. Yeah. So we did pretty well for a 48-hour period. I'd say that was pretty good. I think we <coughs> I think maybe we wore the, our uh, producer out, but he hung in there pretty well, yeah, I would he say. Did. A couple of glitches here and there with uh, production. He did. And I heard that the head of the museum there in Mina was a fan of Stillwells also in the Queen. Yes, she said. So they made yeah. a trip from yeah. Mina down to the Queen <laughs> right. to eat yeah. Stillwells. Well, and the lady at the, at the uh, Mina Museum, who's the head of the chamber, she wanted to show us around and spend the night. And they, she said, I can get you comp rooms. Let me show you around. But we were way too busy. Our time is too valuable to yeah. spend another yeah. night there. When, when you become kind of big, like the chewing the fat thing, you know, yeah. you, you just so do much. these kind of things on spur of the moment. You've yeah. got advanced teams that go out. Uh, you know, you've got press releases that go out talking about where you're going to be. And all. Exactly. And Kind of kills the spot. Well, I, it comes with things, Paul. I suspect. That, that comes with things. I suspect that sad. we'll have a call probably tomorrow from Loretta Lynn's uh, publicist <laughs> wanting to add us to his client list. Yeah. Don't you imagine? Yeah, yeah, Chad Gallagher may want to add shooting the fat now. Any doubt about that? But it that. has been through to Queen, Arkansas. Maybe so. cows could upgrade the uh, production value a little bit. I mean, they're doing a good job for all the, you know, I told you the last time I checked on how many podcasts they do, which is 
you know, really a lot. It's, it's up to one now, <laughs> and, and I think it's still there. So that's, it's, uh, it, it's fantastic, and we appreciate them. All right, so a highlight of the 48 hours, Paul? You got a... Well, I would say uh, finding my cell phone was trended, <laughs> but uh, Rich Mountain. I mean, yeah. top of the mountain is just a spectacular experience. Everybody in Arkansas needs to go see that. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, I think that was a close runner-up, the ice and the trees, because it was just gorgeous. See, seeing that Southern Pride was on sale in the gift shop, of course, was a, <laughs> was was a highlight of my trip. Of course. Not that we're vain or self-centered yeah. or anything no. on this yeah. show. But yeah. Having my book on sale at the Queen Wilhelmina Lodge, so, it has really, really raised it in my mind to one of the top hotels in the state. It, it how, really gets come way up on my So list. how often did you have to take Kane Webb to lunch? <laughs> be my question. <laughs> I, I will tell you my dirty little secret. I did speak last year to a meeting of the state park superintendents. We've got 52 state parks, and I think they were wow. about all there. The meeting, by the way, was in the new press box suites of ASU's football stadium oh, in Jonesboro. Oh, very nice. You need to see that. I do. Grab. They are very nice. But I, I, I made up some numbers, and I said, you know, your overnight stays will increase 23%. Your revenues will increase X percent <laughs> if you carry this book in your bookstore. Well, apparently <laughs> some of them took my joke and ordered the book. Thank you. <laughs> I remember very clearly. I may have this wrong, but I think I'm right on this. You was you were there with me and and Professor De Black, and I commented to the gift shop worker that the the authors of these two books are here, and I remember her just looking at me and said, "Where was this?" This was at uh, Old Washington. Oh, that's true. And Old I remember Washington. she just looked at me and, like, and she didn't say anything. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> she wasn't really impressed. No, was not she? impressed. So. <laughs> Which kind of impressed me, actually. Yeah, uh, we, were, we were ready to sign them all for her, but to yeah. have a little talk. No, not interested. Yeah, just wasn't impressed at all. So last year we do Highway Seven. We take it all the way from the Louisiana border up to Bull Shows Lake. This year we do the Texarkana to Fort Smith run up 71. There's some more out there, Rex. Next fall, what, what, what are we going to shoot there, for? There's some more out there. We've done. Well, there's a lot out there. You know, we've talked about Piggott to Lake Village or something like yeah. that, that whole eastern thing. There's, you know, Highway 10 would be, now that you think uh -huh. about it. Would, yeah. That would be an interesting, too. Might there's a lot of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we uh, could you go back to Hack at that way. We Paul? could go back to Hack. To yeah, and, and the lovely environs of uh, Scott County is fantastic. <laughs> it's lovely. But now we're. I think we. You know, there's got to be a way to include Imboden in there somehow. Yes. I'll tell you a good one to yeah. do would be 412. Oh yeah, across mm. North Arkansas. Yeah. Another good one. Now if we go back to Scott County. We need federal judge Billy Roy Wilson. No doubt about it. There's the man who knows Scott County. Let me just say this, and let me lay this down right now. I'm not riding. Well, it's known as William R. Wilson, but <laughs> yeah, he no, got back Billy to Roy. Scott County roots. Billy I, ain't, Roy I ain't riding no jumping mules. Okay, so you wouldn't do any mule riding no, over there. No, not the jumping mules. <laughs> you know, they couldn't run at night on mules over there. I'm not sure I won't do yeah. that either. <laughs> <laughs> that probably could be arranged by Judge Wilson. You're probably right, yeah. So. Perhaps sitting around the fire would be fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right, well, let's contemplate that. Okay. We'll, we'll plan another trip in the future. All right, see you next time. All right, All thanks. Right. You've been listening to the Chewing the Fat podcast with Rex and Paul, a production of the Central Arkansas Library System. For more information, please visit cows.org or butlercenter.org. Join us next time for more Arkansas food, festivals, and folks.